Welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. There are guitar enthusiasts, and then there is Kevin Collins. Kevin has been called warm and entertaining by a New York Times music critic, as well as the American Segovia. Join us now for a journey through the world of classical guitar. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. This afternoon, we're going to visit with my buddy, John Lehmanhaupt. John is a New York guitarist. I knew John when I played at Windows on the World in the World Trade Center in a little restaurant in the center known as Cellar in the Sky. John kept that chair for 12 years. I think 12 years is a record in any field. And to go in every night, five nights a week for 12 years, and be fresh every night. It takes a special person. And uh, it's been my pleasure to know John all these years and to watch him grow. If you get a chance to uh, to look at his YouTube channel, he has two albums up there, Songs for the Guitar 1 and Songs for the Guitar 2. John is truly an American guitarist. His background is in classical guitar to the extent that he had Segovia teachers and he attended the Marlboro College where Blanche Muis was his mentor and uh, gave him theory and composition lessons so that he began to hear things orchestrally. Now this is this is what makes a classical musician. It's a way of listening and a way of hearing. Just like Julia Child said, the secret to cooking is knowing how to eat. The secret to playing music is knowing how to listen. And uh, John has brought a special, special feeling to this because he's very American in his taste and his selections, but he plays it with a perfect sound and with an orchestral way of listening to the music. I think I'd like to go ahead and, and play uh, one of John's classical arrangements now. Uh, this is going to be a minuet, and it's uh, in trio by Haydn, and I'd like to introduce to you John Lehmanhaupt, guitarist from New York City. This is Kevin Collins at Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Variety Network.
This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Network at Classical Guitar Around the World. We're listening today to the music of John Lehmannhaupt, New York guitarist, uh, my friend uh, and uh, co-worker at Windows on the World and the World Trade Center for many years. John comes from an unusual background. He's not just a your normal musician. He comes from a family of authors. His father is a wonderful, uh, famous author whose name I just don't remember. Um, but anyway, John had a, a second career as a writer, and uh, if you visit his website, you'll get a chance to see some of his works. He's a technical writer for Wiley Publications and also published in the New York Times. Uh, this is really... Uh, for a, mu a musician to be published in the New York Times is um, quite quite the exception. Um, John wrote a, an article for the style section called You Gotta Work the Room. And this is a uh, musician's article about what it's like playing in New York restaurants. And I'm going to read some excerpts uh, from this for you. This is by John Lehman Haupt. I have been playing guitar in New York restaurants for more than a decade. To many of my classical musician friends, performing in a clattering, bibulous dining room is only one notch above strumming in the Union Square subway station. True, it isn't Carnegie Hall, but it's not like playing to a brick wall either. Just as customers sometimes use or abuse musicians, we are in subliminal ways manipulate them. For example, I constantly stand the dining room for signs of customer awareness, drumming fingers, a tapping foot, or even a certain tilt of the head. Sometimes I divert myself from the routine of playing the same songs over and over, night after night, by trying to read the crowd and responding to the mood. It is difficult to say exactly how this works, since it is more of an intuition developed over the years than anything else. The soft-featured, demure lady on the right may strike me as a candidate for memory from the musical Cats, while the austere academic types off to the left should go for anything crisp and baroque-ish. I'll play my hunch and look for the telltale tap. It works about 70% of the time. I uh, had a nice, nice life for myself playing in restaurants um, around the country. Uh, the guitar is the poor man's piano, and I had what would be called a poor man's world tour. The guitar took me to Aspen, Colorado, where I participated in the music school in the summer and in the winter. I played in restaurants. I had a nice life. We had a, a house on the north end uh, with all classical guitarists living there. We gave group concerts and uh, I taught at the community college, Colorado Mountain College, or as they like to call it, CM Ski. Uh, from Aspen, it took me to Austin, Texas, where I was artist in residence at the Austin Symphony, and I played guitar in a private club on top of a bank tower with a horizon view of West Texas sunsets, and on the other side, a view of the Texas State Capitol, which in true Texas style is an exact replica of the National Capitol, only it is nine feet taller. 
And from Texas, I wound up in Rochester, New York, and uh, back in Aspen and back to Austin. And then from Aspen, I wound up, I know it's a long story, but I wound up in New York City. And I uh, walked off from the, the uh, Port Authority bus bus station onto the uh, street, and there was a ghetto blaster, a boombox on the corner playing that George Benson song on Broadway. I can play this here guitar on Broadway, or something like that. And that's when I knew I arrived. New York is like no place else. It either swallows you up and spits you out, or it takes you in and gives you the big warm hug. Within a week of landing in New York, I had a roommate who worked at Electric Lady Recording Studio. I was booked playing in restaurants. I played at a nice restaurant up on the Upper West Side that was James Levine's, the conductor's favorite restaurant. One night, uh, the, the owner came over to me and they had just seated a party in the back room. It was Rock Hudson and his, his friends. And he said, why don't you go play some guitar for Rock Hudson? So I went back and I played a little bit. And it turns out that Rock Hudson was a music major in, in college. And I played my, my con concerto for him, the uh, Rodrigo Concierto de Ernwes, the famous adagio. Da -da -dum. And Rock Hudson sang all the orchestra parts. It was quite a rowdy party to classical guitar. And I don't know what it is. These things just seem to follow me around. Um, I meet the most interesting people, and uh, I like to call it great music for great ears. Um, in New York, I played at a restaurant in the West Village called The Black Sheep, and uh, I was the black sheep at The Black Sheep. But that's another story for another time. It was known as Leonard Bernstein's favorite restaurant and uh, Mal Malcolm Forbes' favorite restaurant. Uh, so I played for lots of great ears there. And uh, there's nothing like uh, French cooking. Uh, the food was, was perhaps even a great part of my uh, attraction to playing in restaurants. And uh, there's nothing like having this Gaffier chef cooking for you every night. Well, I'm going to play a little bit, read a little bit more of John's article, and then we'll hear a little bit of John Lehman Haupt's music. Okay. One evening, a party of six feisty young men came in with a certain swagger that I thought might lead to a raucous stairway to heaven request after a few drinks. And then something, it might have been their age, their dress, their expressions— told me that they were more Billy Joel than Robert Plant. I shifted into just the way you are. Sure enough, halfway through the first chorus, the man at the head of the table looked at me and said, I can't believe it. That was my wedding song. For the rest of the evening, I had them in my pocket, as surely as Bruce Springsteen playing Ashbury Park. This is a musician's life. I'm going to play another selection by John Lehmannhaupt, New York guitarist. This is Manhattan de Carnival, Black Orpheus. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network in classical guitar around the world. Introducing John Lehmannhaupt on classical guitar. Mm -hmm. 
That was John Lehmannhaupt playing Black Orpheus. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. We're going to go to commercial break now, and I'll be back in just a minute. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Join Chris Epting every week for the moment. Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com you are listening to classical guitar around the world with kevin collins to find out more about the program visit our website at classicalguitarworld.com that's classicalguitarworld.com now back to the show This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Variety Network. Today we're talking to John Lehmannhaupt, New York City classical guitarist who has spent a, a good chunk of his life at the crossroads of the classical guitar. Quite an interesting background. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to the guitar? So I started playing very young. I, I started playing when I was five. And the main reason for that was that there was a lot of guitar in the house. So my, my dad actually played guitar a little bit. He had a guitar. Uh, it was a kind of an interesting guitar. It looked like a 19th century classical guitar. You know, one of those little guitars that you see, like the one that Schubert had, the one that Paganini had, the figure eight shaped bodies with a sort of mustache carved ebony pin bridge and that whole thing. And he had this guitar. That's the first guitar I remember seeing. And I think I actually may have played on it a little bit. I know it had some scratch marks on it, which were not from my father, probably from my very small, young, untrained fingers. But I started playing when I was five. My parents gave me a three-quarter size Harmony nylon string guitar. And we had just moved from New York up to Connecticut, and there weren't any guitar teachers around. So really, my dad just got me going a little bit with a few chords. And I was pretty much on my own playing by ear. But we had a lot of guitar records uh, in the house, including several of Segovia's great Decca recordings from the early 50s. And that was in my ear very early on, even though I couldn't really play anything like that yet. 
at the same time, I listened to a lot of acoustic blues and folk and that sort of thing. But when I got to college, I went to this little school in Vermont. I'm sure you're familiar with it, Marlboro College. And there I encountered this woman named Blanche Moise, who was one of the founding families of the Marlboro Music Festival. And she was an incredible musician, a violinist and pianist. And she became my teacher. And although she didn't play guitar, she had known Segovia. And she actually had taken some lessons with Segovia around 1930 when she was very young. And so she became really my teacher, although she didn't play guitar. I, she taught me solfege. She taught me harmony. She taught me analysis. And at that point, I began to do two things. I began to play classical repertoire. That's like part one of that story. So so after Marlboro, how did you make that leap from college to well, New York? Well, actually, I, I took a year off between high school and college, and I had actually lived in 1967. I'd lived uh, in New York for about six months, living in the East Village, just, you know, trying to make a living, uh, you know, working in off as an office temp. And, you know, I was playing guitar, but I wasn't really... I was actually in a, in, a, in a rock band at that point, very briefly. But after Marlboro, I graduated in 71, and then in 73, I did go back to New York for a while. And I actually wound up having a gig playing for the dinner hour before the main show at the Improv, which famous comedy club. You, I'm sure you know about it. And that was kind of interesting because, because it, it again, I was able to get these kind of gigs because I had this repertoire where I was... I'd play a few classical things, but I do, you know, a lot of arrangements of tunes that I was playing, you know, Beatles tunes, Dionne Warwick, you know, Burt Bacharach, Brazilian stuff, that kind of thing. So I already had the foundations of that kind of repertoire. And but the club was very interesting because I was there at a time when a lot of people who later became very famous in comedy uh, were just starting to come up and they were there every night playing, you know, doing their little set for free. And it was Jay Leno and uh, you know, Gabe Kaplan and Robert Klein and, and a bunch of other people. And what was interesting about it for me was that just watching these people night after night, it kind of helped me get a sense of how to be in front of people. So even though it wasn't directly related to certainly not the classical guitar or even the guitar in a broader sense, it was from a performing point of view, it was an interesting experience. Uh, then... I was in Boston for a while, I was in the Berkshires for a while, and then I came back to New York at the beginning of 1981. And that's when I met Julio Prohl, and that's when I began the gig that you and I shared for, for, for quite a while, uh, the gig playing at Cellar in the Sky on top of the original World Trade Center, which, hmm. which I held for 12 years. That was quite a haul for anyone to stay in one spot for 12 years. Right. I know a lot of guitarists got their start at Cellar in the Sky. They did. And Let's take a break now and listen to some classical guitar music by New York guitarist John Lehman Haupt, performing here Shenandoah in his original arrangement. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. We'll be right back with more John Lehman Haupt.
Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. We're talking to John Lehmannhaupt, New York City classical guitarist. I know a lot of guitarists got their start at Cellar in the Sky. They did. Cellar in the Sky, the whole world came through Windows on the World. And I know in my time there, I met the most wonderful audiences. I call it great music for great ears. Right. Can you think of any particular evening that was memorable for you at Cellar in the Sky at Windows on the World in New York? There, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be one that that stood out. Uh, but you know there were little synchronistic things that would sometimes happen. Like you know sometimes I remember one night I remember I, I wanted to play the Chacon and I did you know which I part of my repertoire and I played it fairly regularly, not necessarily every night, but I did play it. And afterwards somebody came up to me and and they said something like that they had just been thinking of that piece or this is little. You know, I actually wound up writing an article for the New York Times. I think it was called You Gotta Work the Room. It's on my website. If anyone is curious, they can see the article there. But I know you've done a lot of it as I have. The whole premise of playing where you're kind of not the main attraction, creating an atmosphere, is an interesting dynamic because some people don't understand that it really is a performance, but it's a sort of a diffuse performance. But there's still an an interaction between you and the audience. And I think that's maybe what what you're referring to in a sense. But So with me, it wasn't so much a question of having necessarily a specific one-on-one, like going over to somebody's table and playing something, which, you know, I did. But the more interesting part of it was this the atmosphere of tension and communication. People like you and me who were capable of doing that for a number of years and still remaining fresh in the situation are people who were able to sort of tap into that. It's not like a concert where all the attention is very much focused right on you, but the attention is still there and it's sort of coming around through you in a different way. That would be my comment about that environment. I always found that that counts as a concert. Two hours counts as a concert. We did four hours a night, so that's two concerts a day. When I was in New York, I did seven nights and Sunday brunch, so that's uh, 16 concerts a week. Um, That's how Segovia got going. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have CDs, even vinyl records. To, To become famous like that, you had to go out and play 350 concerts a year. Being fresh every night is really the challenge, is to go in and play it like it was the first time. Time. Right. And, and I found, you know, it's an interesting thing. I found that I actually never tired of playing every night. And my, my first set was pretty set. You know, I could change it if I wanted to, but it was usually fairly standard. But I never got tired of, of that. It didn't bother me to play the same thing night after night. Let's take a break and listen to some classical guitar music played here by John Lehmannhaupt. This is the Brazilian Insensitas, arranged by John Lehmannhaupt and played here on the classical guitar. This is Kevin Collins on Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back. Thing. Right.
Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. We're talking to John Lehmannhaupt. Let's hear about his greatest hit. Where it came to me was actually a student brought me the sheet music. It was just the standard issue sheet music of it, you know, the piano. And he said, could you do an arrangement of the song for me? You know, I really like it. And I said, sure. And I didn't, I, again, this is before the internet. I, I, I hadn't heard the song, but I had the score. So I worked up an arrangement of it. And as I started working on it, I started feeling this powerful emotion, which I referred to as sad grace. And in fact, that really correlates with what Jay Unger was trying to communicate in it initially, but it also correlates with a feeling that suffuses the, uh, the, the, the Burns series. Because when I actually got to see the Burns series later on, I didn't see it the first time around, as soon as I started seeing this, this footage, this tragedy of, 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 the, of the war, I started getting this sort of sadness. It's hard to describe, but a sadness tinged with, with, with some, something else that, that had a certain beauty to it. We're talking to John Lehmannhaupt on classical guitar around the world. And here is a Shokin Farewell performed by John Lehmannhaupt on the classical guitar. We'll be right back. I want to thank John Lehmannhaupt for joining us on Classical Guitar Around the World. I'll be right back with you with some more classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Radio Network. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. 
Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. To find out more about the program, visit our website at ClassicalGuitarWorld.com. That's ClassicalGuitarWorld.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Radio Network. Today, I'm playing the music of John Lehmannhaupt, New York guitarist, uh, and my, my old buddy who I shared a chair with at Windows on the World for many years. Being a New York guitarist has a lot of challenges. Living in well, what is possibly the highest cost of living in the United States uh, has its own challenges. And then trying to support yourself at uh, something that could possibly just be seasonal work. Everyone goes to the Hamptons in the uh, summertime. has uh, got its own special challenges. Um, the definition of a professional guitar uh, musician is someone who makes half of their income through music. And... Uh, I know musicians always often lament that, oh, well, I had to get a job, and but John had a very fine job as a as a writer, and we are we're all so lucky that he is able to share his his gifts with us. And I hope you take time to check out his website, uh, johnlehmanhaupt.com, and uh, there's a link on the page here. Uh, this is an article that John wrote for the New York Times Styles section. It's quite a miracle. A, a guitarist had an, a piece published in the New York Times magazine. And I'm going to read a little bit more of this. It's, you got to work the room. There And then there are the requests. Some people see guitar and think folk music, regardless of what they have been hearing me play all night. And more than once, I have had to seg from some way, from something like My Funny Valentine into Puff the Magic Dragon. This kind of thing is to a musician what the well-done steak and medium-rare sushi requests are to chefs. Our professional instincts tell us not to comply. Our pocketbooks remind us that the customer is always right. I always do learn any song that is requested more than once, but for years I refused to tackle the ever-popular Malaguena. Some residual snobbism made me shun what seemed to me like a guitarist's ultimate cliché. To deal with the inevitable requests, I had concocted a song and dance. 
about how deep my respect for the flamenco tradition forbade the blasphemy of my playing it without having steeped myself in Spanish gypsy culture. The dreaded Malagueña. This is uh, actually not a bad piece uh, for piano by Ernesto Lecuno. And it was a, really a movie theme, but uh, we all get stuck playing a uh, caricature of it. And uh, if I played it for you, then you would probably know it. And then you would start requesting it. So we can't have that. Uh, but I'm sure there's plenty of versions of it on YouTube that you can listen to. Um, playing in restaurants has its own special challenges. You have to show up on time. You play for a certain amount of time. You have to pace yourself because it's a four-hour job. I know any number of guitarists who have had injured their hands just by overplaying. You have to have a, a special instrument that's not too hard to play, that has a... Own, it has its own dynamic range, so you don't have to force the sound. Uh, there's any number of considerations. Um, playing this same music, I traveled with about a six-hour program. That's three concert programs. That's as much as any concert musician will, will play. Uh, and uh, so I was able to rotate through my repertoire. Uh, the biggest challenge is playing for the, uh, the staff every night because you're playing, this, playing for the same people. So you, you have to play fresh every night. You have to find a way to play fresh every night. I'm going to head, go ahead and play another uh, selection by uh, John Lehman Haupt. This is the uh, Brazilian piece, Insensitas. This is John Lehman Haupt playing the classical guitar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Network. Thank you. 
playing Insensitas on his classical guitar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. Welcome back. Working in New York City, uh, playing uh, playing classical guitar is, has its own special challenges. And uh, John is uh, certainly one of the best uh, at what he does of anybody. He was on in that uh, chair at Windows on the World for 12 years. And people never got tired of him. When you play for the staff every night and they say, we never get tired of you, you know that you've, you've found a great place in that uh, I've always enjoyed John's music. Um, I hope you get a chance to check his YouTube channel. Not only does he have a couple albums on there, but you'll find a lot of his folk arrangements. He recently uh, published an entire book of ballads and, and uh, songs on the Mel Bay publishers, and uh, you should check John out. I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit more of John's article from the New York Times style section called You Gotta Work the Room. This is, this is what the musician's life is in, uh, is in New York City. And we're talking about the, uh, the song Malaguena, which is uh, every, every classical guitarist's bane. If you can play anything, everything else, but they always want you to play Malaguena, John says. Sometimes, however, we can be shamed into playing songs we do not know or do not care to play. One evening, as I was finishing my set, a customer asked for Malaguena. It was late, I was tired, and rather than go through my usual routine, I just said, sorry, I don't know it. As I was putting away my guitar... I heard him say waspishly to his companion, that's like an accordion player not knowing Lady of Spain. My bubble was pierced. Within two weeks, I was thrumming away at Malagueña like an aficionado. But the best Malagueña request story happened to my friend Dennis Coster, a concert classical and flamenco guitarist, who in 1968 was playing for $17.50 a night in the cocktail lounge of a Spanish restaurant in Manhattan. One evening, a large, well-lubricated Texan walked in, herding an entourage into the dining room. He spotted Dennis and, after seating his party, returned and accosted him with, Hey boy, do you play that Malaguany? Why, yes, sir, I do, Dennis said. Well, I want you to play it for my wife, the Texas said, directing him into the dining room. He produced the inevitable roll of bills and peeled off a 20. After the finale, as Dennis was returning to the lounge, the man followed him and stopped him by a payphone. He peeled off another $20 bill, dialed the phone, and extended the receiver, saying, Now I want you to play that Malaguany for my girlfriend. So this is pretty funny. Thank you, John. This is uh, an article from the uh, New York Times style section by John Lehmanhaupt. you got to work the room. And I'm going to go ahead now. We're going to listen to another selection, uh, an arrangement of Round Midnight by John Lehmanhaupt, New York classical guitarist. And this is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Variety Network. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
become our friend on Facebook. And that was John Lehman out playing his greatest hit, Ashokan Farewell. It's published on Mel Bay, and you can find out more on the Voice America website. You can click on the links below and visit John and hear John on YouTube. Next week, we'll be back uh, with more classical guitar around the world. This is Kevin Collins coming to you live from Amherst, Massachusetts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Classical Guitar Around the World. Kevin Collins and another one of his amazing guests will continue our discussion next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Won't you join us then? Thanks again for listening to the preceding...